What if you don't get that in love, head over heels feeling? Should you only date to marry? Should Christian use dating apps? What's the best way to have a successful dating, a successful dating life that will carry to marriage? Let's go. What's up? Uncomplicated podcast episode number five. This isn't even all the questions. Today we're talking about dating. What dating dating is. What's that mean to date so that it lasts? So many people trying to get married and want to know how to do this thing right. Great questions. Super good questions. Got the Bible sitting right here next to me. That's important. But the thing is, is the Bible doesn't (laughs) say a lot about dating. It it doesn't. It really doesn't. A different culture, a different time. Yeah. Um, But some, I think, really good foundational principles that will help us navigate the Bible may not talk exactly crazy about thing dating, called dating, but it talks a lot about relationships. Yeah. And what's more important to God than relationships? Nothing. Nothing. Like the way you treat people, whether you're, whether it's romantic or whether it's friendship or whether right. it's marriage, whether it's figuring out if I want to marry this person, probably the most important thing going on in your life. Yep. And dating is a, is a maker or breaker, mm-hmm. right? Dating totally. is like your heart is out there. Maybe you're watching this right now and you're like, man, I was searching on YouTube for some advice. I don't even know you guys, but <laughs> I could use some advice because I feel pretty vulnerable in my heart right now. Yeah. Maybe you're dating somebody and you're like, is this person the one? Man, is there such thing as the one? All right, mix these suckers up. All right, let's, let's just take do these this. questions. Let's if we can't here. get to all of them, we'll do a part two. No big All deal. right, sounds like a good plan. All right, here we go. Question number one. Yeah, put it down like this. Okay, we're gonna go this flip way. Flip it over. Oh, we're going like you do that yes. poker, something like yeah, uh, yeah, some yeah. some card game. All right, here we go. Oh, got two. Um, dating someone who isn't born again but respects and values your faith and beliefs. All right. So we're talking about somebody here, Maria. Mm-hmm. Born again, what's that mean? A follower of Jesus. Most people who watch this podcast, we've noticed, are not Christians. So and we uh, love that. We love that. That's yeah. what this is for. So hopefully this is kind of a window into our worldview. Or maybe you are a Christian. Great. Uh, what's important to you when you're a Christian? Jesus. Yeah. I mean, it's really the focus of your life. 100%. I mean, Jesus calls it being born again because he's saying, you know, this is not just like a religion that you ascribe to. This is an actual starting over now. Right. You are born again. Mm-hmm. And so you are a new person. So this is a person. Describe a potential scenario with this person right here. Let me see. So they are a believer. How old are they? Um, Let's go ahead and just say 21. 21 years old. 21 years old. They are almost done with college. And they are dating someone who says, like, it's cool if you go to church and you do that God thing. Mm. I respect that. Mm. It's cool. You know what I'm thinking of? But it's of? not for me. Do you know what I'm thinking of right now as you tell the story? <laughs> I do. I'm thinking of when we were dating <laughs> when I was 21. You didn't even know this question was going to be the first I one. I did it. Okay, so we're dating. We're 21. Yeah. I just started following Jesus. Yes. I had everybody to my 21st birthday party at a bar. Yes, you You're did. there along with I a was. bunch of other people. Raise a glass, shots for my birthday, and I'm like, just let you guys know, I'm following Jesus now. <laughs> and everyone's like, uh, okay. <laughs> they just shot. And, and uh, my life was just changing radically. But you know what was interesting was I still, you know, when you start following Jesus, you don't change overnight. Right. You change journey. in God's eyes overnight. You mm-hmm. become his son or his daughter, you know. It's you're spiritually changed. But the physical, righteous. practical stuff, you're right. still figuring out this old life that you used to live. And so dating, it's like, okay, how do I do this right now? Right. You know? And so we didn't date 
for a long time because we were just friends. Yeah. And I was, and I, my heart had already gone through a blender. So mm-hmm. I, I, I was kind of protecting my heart and trying to figure out, you know, and we probably didn't have the most healthy dating in the beginning. I mean, I still had a lot of crap in my life, a lot of yeah. baggage, mm-hmm. a lot of issues. So maybe you're watching this and you're like, man, am I even ready to date or the person I'm dating? Are they ready? Should they be yeah, dating? Yeah, we waited a while. And then we finally, you know, we fell in love. We started dating. And then you almost broke up with me. Yeah. You were like, and (laughs) why don't you just go ahead and tell that story? Because it's too embarrassing. Well, it's embarrassing for me, too. I remember um, I, I guess I grew up just knowing the God size dream of what marriage could look like and what a healthy relationship looked like and the things that I felt like, not that I deserved, but that I wanted to, you know, partner my life with someone with the the same values, the same, we're on the same path together. You had a vision. I had a vision. Marriage. Yeah. And I think that, um, like you said, you were working (laughs) out your faith a little bit and there were some things in your life that were a little bit questionable to that vision. (laughs) And so I remember, and this is the embarrassing part for me, because I was a terrible communicator. Like I couldn't even tell you where I wanted to eat um, back then. Where do you want to eat? Where do you want to eat? It's fine. Well, how about we eat here? No, I don't like that place. Well, <laughs> no, that's where do you me now. <laughs> I don't know. Where do you want to eat? I just be like, wherever you Greatest want. Greatest arguments in any relationship. Wherever where do you, you want. want to eat? Oh, it doesn't matter. Uh, it doesn't matter. So I was a it terrible matter, communicator. Guys. It matters. And it you matters. should learn to read Take her, her mind. Take her to sushi, quick. gentlemen. Take her to sushi. Okay. So um, there were some things in your life, and I was a terrible communicator, so I decided to write a letter because- Why is that terrible communication? It was like terrible. Good. Well, it was helping me get- to the important things without getting emotional. So oh, I remember I was terrible because you like basically mailed it to me. No, I <laughs> handed it to you. I know, but we were sitting in a car. <laughs> we were sitting, we were sitting in, in a car uh-huh. and you're like, here you go. Read this letter. <laughs> here's the career. Here's, <laughs> here's the breakup letter. Just, I'm breaking up with you. I tried to break up with you via yeah, a letter. Yeah, and, yes. and what did I do when I got that letter? <laughs> you gave it right back to me. 100%. You go, no, you read it to me. And yeah. I said, and that, was, that helped me grow in my communication. Yeah. So I read it to you. Um, By the way, I still do that to this day. I don't write letters anymore. No, but when anybody like writes oh. me a long email, yeah. I'll like print it and I'll be like, here, read this to me. <laughs> because it's like <laughs> communication. Can we talk about this? This is like eye yeah. contact. Yes. Tone. Tone. Like I'm too, I, I got too much history, man. I'll read something, a letter, and I'll read, read it, it the wrong, wrong way. Exactly. You send me a text message without emojis. I don't know how you're feeling. <laughs> I need emojis. And if you really want to be a strong communicator, I need GIFs. I need real GIFs yep. that let me know. The vibe of this. Totally. So you would just hand me a letter. Hand you a letter and try to break up. We, you know, know, we didn't fight. We didn't like, we had a really great relationship, but I think I just said like, Hey, there are some things in your life. These are them. Yeah. And I don't see our lives aligning with these things that are going on in your life. And so, um, did you love me? I loved you. I loved you. I still love you, but no, I was in love with you, but it was just, things that were so glaring that I was like, I can't, can't move forward. Cause I knew I'd just continue to fall deeper in love with you. So I was just like, I think this is a good time to maybe just go our separate ways. And you're like, no, no, don't, don't go anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, let me, I'm willing to, to change and to grow. And you know, what's so cool about that is that like, you knew you had high expectations 
yeah. for like marriage and your life and you had like a vision and like you said it was god sized yeah like you had high expectations on god yeah i did and i think that's good to have high expectations on god i think there's a difference between high expectations and wrong expectations totally i think sometimes we yeah. think god's supposed to deliver on some things yeah. and you know i think we get into the conversation of like you know how come i'm not married yet you know i'm something i'm too old i, I you know or or how come i haven't found the one yet or this, my soulmates out there. It's like, dude, you gotta be, you might have wrong expectations. Sure. First of all, like there's nowhere in the Bible that says the one is out there for you. I'm right. sorry. Mm-hmm. I mean, just do the math. There's not an equal number of guys and girls on the planet. Like yeah. there's, you got to think about that. I don't know this language of soulmate and all that kind of stuff. I don't, I don't know, man. Do you think that there's two people out there floating around and they got to like find each other? I mean, I mean, I what think, do you think especially women, like it's from, it's a romantic idea. Yeah. Right. Like it sounds good. It sounds special. It sounds great. Um, but it's I, possible. It's possible. Yeah. But I think marriage, if you go into it with just the emotional feeling of or, or dating, like, oh, this is my soulmate. Marriage is so much more than a feeling because yeah. your love. Yeah changes and yeah. it grows and yeah. it feels different yeah. in different seasons so if you're just looking for that soulmate feeling you're probably going to be disappointed and as i hear you talking about that it's like dude the pressure is now on that person being your soulmate right and it's like i have to find the right person when that is not right you have to be you have to be the right the person, right person. <laughs> you gotta <laughs> are you the type of person the type of person you're looking for is looking for. Right. Like, are you the kind of person that right. is healthy, secure, and would be good in a relationship? Don't look for the soulmate. Look for your soul to develop yeah. to a place where it could be in a relationship that is healthy and good. Because you know what? Relationships that don't end in uh, marriage uh-huh. end in heartbreak. Heartbreak. Yeah. So every Pain. relationship you go into, you're like, you're gambling, dude. Like the even mo- the the word dating. Yeah. Right. Like I don't know when you hear the word dating if that gives you a smile on your face or just makes oh, your yeah, your yeah, stomach yeah. turn a little bit yeah. because there's so much pain if it doesn't end like you said in marriage. Your heart's broken. So what's this question again? The question is uh, dating someone who isn't born again and respects and values your belief. Well, if you're not a Christian, I would just say this: Do you have a vision for your life of where you want to go? Yeah. And uh, if you feel good about that, and that feels you know, I, from a Christian worldview, I can paint a pretty good portrait of what I think God wants for my life yeah. because he's a good God and he's kind of made that clear. So I can aim for that. Mm-hmm. Your story is like, I aimed for that. You weren't, you know, it's not like we were married. Right. We were dating. Yeah. And you're like, look, I love this guy, but this is not, he's not going the same direction as me. So you either got to get on board or get off, bro, because this is, Basically. you know, and that's a good thing. I think when you're dating, we're tw- you're 21 years old, mm-hmm. you, you know, you're, you're graduating college. Like you were in a place to get married and I yeah. wasn't the fit and you were out of my league. You had oh, strong character that. and no, you did. Like, I'll tell the story about how I met you. Like <laughs> I, I was a brand new Christian, not a fan of Christians <laughs> at all. I hate to say this, but I made a vow to God that I would not I was like, God, I will follow you, but I ain't hanging out with any Christians, all right? I don't want any Christian friends. Make a long story short, God does not like to try to someone boss him around. So (laughs) God's like, well, we ain't playing by your rules, fool. (laughs) Playing by mine. So he sent me to Bible college to be only around Christians. I had to live there. Yep, in the dorms. Yeah, I went from living in a house with a bunch of my friends who weren't Christians and partying all the time and having a great group of friends who I'm still friends with to this day. 
but to living in dorms with a mm-hmm. bunch of Christians and being like annoyed, like, you know, <laughs> just so, just so insecure. So, so much ego, like who are these Christians? You know, like what kind of music do they listen to? You know, I met you, we like the same kind of music and I was like, Oh, maybe, maybe there's something here. You like John Legend. I like John Legend. Remember, it was his you first like album Usher. came out. I liked Usher. You're like last week I was at a, I was front row at the Usher concert. You're like, no, you weren't. Yeah. Yeah. Kanye West opened for yes. Usher. You're like, you got to hear about this guy, John Legend. I was like, dude, I just got his album. So we had like a whole connection there. I thought you were cool, but then, you know, uh, and I thought you were beautiful, <laughs> but after a while we became such good friends. That's so cool about dating is if you do it right, yeah. And you really, you know, I don't want to get too much into the sex conversation today, but, mm-hmm. you know, sex sure does complicate things. Sure. Because it, it, it kind of creates a different kind of intimacy. You know, it creates a soul intimacy. When you can get an intimacy, you can explore intimacy on a level of friendship right. first. It's mm-hmm. going to make things less complicated. 100%. People always talk about sexual chemistry or whatever, but dude, like you're not having sex 24-7. Yeah. Right? So what kind of chemistry do you have when you're not in bed? And there was like, man, you... And I had a chemistry. Yeah, we totally did. It was pure. It was friendship. And like, I had to decide if I was going to trust you or not with my heart mm-hmm. because I was, uh, I was coming out of a relationship. My heart was beat up and I was nervous about, and we were playing ping pong one day at school yep. in the area. I love how you're smiling at me, by the way. <laughs> and I love when you smile at me you. like that. And, uh, people just clicking out of this YouTube. People just, th- people putting that throw up a mouth emojis in the comments <laughs> were like, get out of here guys. Uh, I love talking about our love. So. <laughs> You know, we're playing ping pong, and you told this really embarrassing story about this guy. You know the story I'm telling, right? Yeah. And uh, the guy's name is, no, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to say it. I never told you. You never told me. I never told you. And I was like, who is this guy, you know? And and you wouldn't tell me. And I remember thinking, like, dude, she won't even, like, talk about this guy behind his back who I don't know. Mm -hmm. I was like, man, that's a safe place. That's a woman of character. I literally thought in my mind, verbatim, this is a woman of character. Like, this is the kind of person I want to be around. This is the kind of person I could trust. And, and so, I think like, I beat you in ping pong that day, too. Yes, you beat me in <laughs> ping pong. But um, the thing is, is just I, I, I was so attracted to your character. And I just wonder if, like, this person here who's, you know, wants to date somebody who's not a Christian, and they're a Christian, you know, but respects their values and beliefs. I mean, look, man, at the end of the day, like, what direction are you going? Yeah. You know? I mean, I mean people change, dude. People change. People like, grow. You and I have been married how many years? 16 this month. Yeah, 16 years. Yeah. This month? Yeah. What day is it? Today. Oh, my gosh. You're right. It's coming up. Okay, so we're getting married. Uh, we've been married 16 years, and you've changed a lot, babe. Oh, my gosh. So I've I'm, changed a lot. We're the like thing different is, people. When, you're, when you don't have that picture of your life like you were talking about, mm-hmm. you're going you're gonna to conform sure. to something, right? Mm-hmm. So Romans chapter 12 says that we could conform to the patterns of the world if we're not careful. Mm -hmm. But he says, with Jesus' help, we will not conform into something that we're not. We will transform into who he's always intended us to be. So you're becoming a better version of yourself, and you're becoming more like love and like Jesus. I am, hopefully, too. And over the course of 16 years, we're going the same direction. Mm -hmm. You're changing, and I'm changing, but we're becoming better people. This is like, that's how God brings you together. But this person, like, I don't have a lot of hope for you. Because I hate to say it, but if you're trying to, if you're falling in love with somebody who's not a Christian, I mean, you, that happens. Right. And there's no guarantee for your future because that person's going to change. Right. And if they're not becoming more like Jesus, that's probably not the best uh, recipe for your life. I mean, shoot. I mean, that's all advice I that's, got. Yeah. I would say, think about Maria's story where she tried to break up with me. <laughs> Just think about it. Maybe you, you should know? write a letter. <laughs> 
Yeah, I feel like I'm doing all the talking. Sorry, here That's we go. Okay. Next no, one. Good. What if you don't get that in love head over heels feeling? Oh, this is. I think this one's from a girl. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but our culture has like I feel in so many ways like ruined relationships. The okay. movies we see, the things, the shows we watch, like it's all about the romance. It's all about the feelings. Um. So hey, I man, feel there's like some people out there who are into those rom coms right now. Yeah, Don't shatter it for them. Well, that's it. not real life, guys. You know, and <laughs> let me, like we've lived a version of that. What do you mean? I mean, in so many ways, but I think sometimes we go to the in love feeling is really more a soundtrack and like flowers. Oh, no. If you and, get and into chocolate. love is just a feeling right now, you're gonna hurt my feelings. All right, Maria. I thought. <laughs> I thought you were in love with me. I'm a thousand percent in love with you. But I think sometimes like we just have to be careful that our feelings are, our feelings are real and God gives us emotions and that's a feeling that we want. But sometimes I think, I don't know, I'm on this tangent. If you're dating or if you're married, clarify. If you're, if you're just dating uh-huh. and you're asking, I don't really have in love feelings. Oh, well you should ask yourself some questions about the person you're dating. Yeah. <laughs> if you're married... Yeah. That's different. It's different. Have totally. you ever been out of love with me when we were married? Um, I have. I remember at a really dark moment, I think it was year seven, we had just gone through uh, two miscarriages and I was on all this medication and I had all these medical issues going on. A couple blood transfusions. It was, it was a really rough time. I do remember thinking like, I know I love him in here, but I don't feel it. I think I remember telling you that was probably the most devastating day no for you. Anyway, year seven's a real thing, guys. Year seven, seven was a real thing you. for us. And um, yeah, I didn't have those feelings, but I knew that I loved you. But I could say that I didn't feel like I felt those feelings. And what was the cause of those feelings? Um, I'm For me, it was a medication that was causing depression. But um, yeah, so you're right. This is someone dating, not married. Um, what if you don't have those in love feelings? I... I mean, what would your advice be to this person? I think you answered it right. I think like, you know, if you're married to somebody, get ready for ups and downs in your feels. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. If you're dating and you're like, I don't have the hell over here. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You also thought this was a girl. Here's your chance. Here's your chance to get out. Right? Like sometimes I see people fighting when they're just dating and I'm like, guys, that's... Yeah, I remember being in church once, and uh, you were up preaching, and I was sitting in the front row, and there was this young couple behind me. Oh, I know the story, yeah. And uh, they were just, like, fighting the whole time. Like, everyone else is just having this good time. Everyone's laughing, and I just hear them <laughs> behind me. And, <laughs> and I was just like, and they're young. They, these kids are probably, like, 19, 20 years old. Yeah. And I wanted to turn around, like, with the mother's heart that I have and be like, guys, you should really break up because this obviously isn't <laughs> working and I didn't know them very Why well. Why didn't you say that? You should have. I, I probably would now just being older and not caring as much. But um, I did. I remember the same couple. They were going to move on to another church and they were so gracious to come like they wanted to say goodbye. And I prayed with them. And I said this and I can't believe I said this, but I'm glad I did. Um, they came to me and I, you know, hugged them, prayed with them and. And I was like, hey, if you two break up, <laughs> you make sure you come back. 
And wow. I told um, the girl, I was like, I, I really hope you come back if you guys, this doesn't work out. Oh my gosh. And that's such a terrible thing to say. Yeah, but you know what? Most relationships end up in breakups. I, I think I could just... Like I had every relationship except for your marriage ends up in a <laughs> breakup, right? So like, yeah. th- I think you should go into relationships with the end in mind. Absolutely. Like that's the best piece of advice. Someone, someone needs to hear that today. All you right. need to go into a relationship with the end in mind. So with them, it's like you're likely going to break up. Yeah. Like it's going to be like if what are the odds you guys are really going to stick together? Well, this was like you guys don't have fun together. Yeah. Like <laughs> let me help you out. If you can't see this for yeah. yourself, I can see from a very outside perspective that there is but you know people a lot of strife are here. Lonely and bored yeah. and there's a lot of pressure on people to be in relationships, totally. which is the exact this is not biblical mm-hmm. or healthy. Like right. I mean, not everybody needs to get married 100% you know I mean marriage is the biggest decision of your life it impacts generations kids yeah everything about your life not everybody needs to make that decision it says in in Jesus said in Matthew 19 check this out I'm not Mm -hmm. kidding some of you aren't mature enough to get married so you should stay single for your whole life yeah like not everybody should be getting married it says in like Corinthians 7 like that that singleness is a gift from God too totally like Jesus straight up says, like, you could do more with your life if you're single. Like, you're going to go, you're going to, everything in your life gets rearranged and prioritized. I get up every day and I have to think about how to take care of you, how to mm-hmm. take care of our family, how to put you guys first before me. I'm going to get to heaven and God's going to say, first thing he's going to ask me is like, you know, what'd you do with my son Jesus? Were you his follower? I gave you his, my, my, my son. Mm-hmm. How'd that go? And the second thing he's going to do is, what'd you do with that daughter Maria of mine mm-hmm. that I gave you? I'm going to answer for you like pretty quick. And so I need to be ready, the end in mind for that. Yeah. Man, if you, you don't need to get married, dude. Yeah. You don't need, marriage is the biggest, I think, I idol in our nation. 100%. Everybody doesn't need to get married, dude. Yeah. I think marriage too, people think of the feelings and the love and, and that's part of it. And that's a beautiful part of it. But getting to the end in mind, if your end in mind is marriage, which hopefully it is, so you're not just getting your heart broken over and over again. That's going to require a lot of sacrifice. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. when I hear marriage, yeah, like, like it's almost synonymous with sacrifice. Like it's well, a the, daily dying to yourself. And like you said, you're thinking of the other person. You're putting their needs before yours. You're doing that together. So there's a lot of laying your life down. Well, that's the biblical illustration right. of Jesus and the church mm-hmm. is a marriage, a bride right. and groom, the church being the groom. Uh, she's the bride, the bride mm-hmm. and Jesus being the groom. And that's because when you see marriage, you go, oh, that's my relationship is supposed to be with God. Right. Is that he's faithful to me when I'm not faithful to him. He lays his life down for me and makes right. sacrifices, like you said, to show me he lo- loves me and he keeps serving me even though I keep messing up. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I think, you know, that's exactly right. So what do you do if you don't have that in love feeling? Well, if you're dating and you ain't feeling it, like, uh, like I would, I wouldn't stay dating just because you. It's not going to get better, yeah, ladies I and gentlemen. Stay dating it's only going to get <laughs> just because you you don't you know you're lonely or you're yeah. you know what I mean you you uh, you know people you know the lie people say well I've invested so much time already right if I break up I'm a failure mm. that lie is pushing people lie. into marriages <laughs> yeah and it's like uh uh-uh. uh you didn't have to do that I always tell people this because I feel like we have a lot of people that come to us for advice on yeah. their dating life or you know getting married and I always say it 
is way better because I think people are lonely. There's a lot of lonely people out there. And I say it is so much better to be lonely than to marry the wrong person. 100%. Like your life will be so much more full and happy alone. I said that to someone the other day. <laughs> I don't know if I should marry this person or not. And I was like, well, then don't. Like, right. what the heck? 100%. And they're like, well, there's nothing worse than being alone. And no. I said exactly what you said. <laughs> yeah, there is something worse than being alone. Marrying the wrong person. That's a nightmare. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's a nightmare. Yeah. All right. Next one. I'm getting passionate about this. All next right. one. <laughs> Should Christian use dating apps? Uh, yeah, sure. Why Should not? you slide into those DMs? Yeah, why not? Well, how else are you going to meet people? Yep. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you feel like you're ready to get, you know, well, let's talk about what dating. What's the purpose of dating? Let's do that. Let's do that. What's the purpose of dating? Maria? Purpose of dating. My son comes to you. He's 12 years old. He's got a crush on a girl. Oh, gosh. I want to date her. This is our life, guys. What is that? He doesn't, hasn't. No, no, that. no. But we have a son who's 12, yeah. and I'm sure, I'm sure this question is coming. But. You know, what do they say? Your daughter comes to you, you know. I go, go back to your room. No, I'm just kidding. Go talk to um, dad. That's what you say. <laughs> My daughter comes to me. Yeah. Dad, I want to date this guy, mm-hmm. right? Well, what's the purpose of dating? Let's right. get into that definition because yeah. we got two definitions. We got the world says is dating. Right. And then we got how God says to handle relationships. Right. Um, so the purpose of dating, um, I would say my own definition would be, uh, would be a season of trying to figure out if this is the person that you want to marry yeah and I think if you approach it that way and slowly that way you'll find that out pretty quickly it's almost like an interview process yeah if you want to give is it healthy to date just for the sake of dating I would say heck no yeah it, that's I mean, what the world says though the yeah. world's like I'm gonna be in this relationship I like this person I'm gonna hang out with them you know what people say is I re- this is how you know this relationship's not going to last. You ready to hear it? You ready to hear this one? I hear this one. And they, they write him a card. Uh-oh. A little romance Let's card. See. I've never said this before. Okay. I'm going to regret it. <laughs> <laughs> and the card is all about how on Valentine's Day. Oh, how I know what you're going to say. I'm a better person when I'm with you. It's all about how they make you You feel. make me feel yeah. this way. <laughs> and I hear people like that and I'm like, bro, like you're, the, you're, date, you're just a leech just sucking off their... <laughs> affirmation for you like you like yourself better when you're with them and then when they dude (laughs) when they stop delivering on that and things get tough you're gonna go love leech on somebody else yikes and that's just awful and people we just permission in society just be like love leeches i just coined that term love leeches i like it it's just like yeah and like you're using them and they're using you and you're making each other feel better about each other that's that's the exact opposite of what healthy relationships are it's i lay my my life down for you right so I lay my life down for you. You lay your life down for me. Oh, we got something good going on. Right. We got a bridge. Mm-hmm. We're getting somewhere. Even if I just lay my life down for you, we're still going to be okay. Right. Because we'll make it. But man, when, when I do this and you do this, man, that's, that's something special. Yeah. But it's the exact opposite of the world. And everyone's got these broken, busted hearts. Oh. Hearts gone through a wood chipper I mean, because they've heart- been leached off of people for so long. And they turn around and they, they bring that pain into the next thing. And yeah. Isn't that the worst though? I mean, I think we both had failed and painful breakups oh, in our life yeah, for sure. that just devastated you. And, you know, I, I know I felt worthless many times after breakups and how beautiful would it have been had, we didn't have any yeah, of that baggage to sure. bring into our marriage because it is baggage and we, actually we work through it. We have but. talked about, we wish we would have met each other earlier, but then the truth is we both weren't in a place where we should have met each other earlier. Right. You know, mm-hmm. meeting each other earlier probably would have sabotaged our relationship totally. <laughs> yeah. And God knew what he was doing because I wasn't in a good place. I would have ruined a good thing. Mm-hmm. You had also had pain and hurt from your past that 
you weren't ready. So the question is, should Christians use dating apps? I would say figure out what the point of dating is because if you're doing it to just because you're lonely, you know, yeah. uh, which there's nothing wrong with companionship. I mean, right. God looked at Adam in the garden and said it's not good for man to be alone. Mm -hmm. The first wrong thing that went in the world wasn't sin. Right. It was loneliness. loneliness. It's not good for man to be alone. It's not good. But that relationship can be filled with God. I know people are not going to agree with what I say, say mm -hmm. right now, but that relationship is could be filled with God. It could be filled with 100%. friends. You know, it could be filled with, you know, you, you don't you don't have, loneliness is, 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 is awful, but it's also temporary. Yeah. You, you're not lonely for eternity, mm -hmm. you know, and there is community available and friends where, you know, I would, I would be careful, you know, people make the mistake of marrying the wrong person or dating too many people, um, trying to fill a void of loneliness that you need to be real with yourself about that. Yeah. And that's all I'm going to say. I know that's an insensitive thing to say. Oh, easy thing for you to say, Justice. You've been married 16 years. <laughs> you have a best friend sitting there next to you. She laughs at all your stupid jokes. <laughs> you know, she still smiles at you. You know, I get it. But like at the end of the day, Jesus never got married. Yeah. He turned out okay. Yeah. Right. Jesus never got married. He told people probably should think about not getting married. Paul, one of the other most influential people, writers of the New Testament, change of the world. He wasn't married. Right. He said, I wish you guys were unmarried like me because you could break a, he said that yeah. because there's a gift to singleness for some people. Right. Not everybody. Most yeah. people get married, but not get, there's an idol in our, in our world about getting married. And so I would just say this, like if you're going to, if you, if you, if you're looking to get married and you feel like that's what the dating app's for, yeah, why not? I guess one thing you can, we can tag to this is like, make sure it's a good dating app because lots of dating apps. I don't know much about dating apps. I don't either, but. You know, the young people tell me that uh, there's different types of dating apps. There's the like swiping where it's more of like a hookup app. Uh, and I then there's people. At church. But I do know people at our church that have met on Christian dating apps and yeah. they've had a great marriage. So I think they I know work. multiple people have. Yeah. Me but too. if you're not in church, I would jump into that first because there's a whole bunch of people yeah. there that are trying to follow Jesus. And I mean, shoot. People are like, you're recommending people to go to church to find a date? Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Where else the are you going to go? best place to find them. Yeah. For sure. And then you have like pastors and leaders in your life who can help you and play a little matchmaker for you. Yeah. And it's really great. I think. You're um, a matchmaker. I've seen you set some people <laughs> I up. I love Maria. matchmaking people. Um, no, but really, I think I love when, I think when you do meet someone at church, like you have people that you hopefully love and trust at your church. And so you could be like, hey. I'm thinking about this person. Like, give me your thoughts on yeah. this. Like, getting counsel from people that you love and trust yeah. and that have been before you. Where else I, are you going to get that? Yeah, you need that in your life. You so. meet a guy at a bar or, <laughs> or a club. <laughs> what, are you going to go to the bartender, the club promoter? Hey, I'm thinking about dating Johnny. What do you think? <laughs> so, anyway, that's yeah, all. Yeah, he's not going to be able to tell you. But you go meet somebody at a church. you got his network of friends. Right. You got, And also, look at the people he's hanging out with, dude. You hang out with people who go to church. That's saying something about how where you're putting your time and your values. Right. You know, that's a whole different that's a whole different direction you're going. So what's the next one? Totally. Can missionary dating ever work? What's missionary dating? This is a very Christianese term. Christianese. Christianese. Um, it means that you are a believer and you're dating someone that's not, but your hope and your plan is that you would get them to love Jesus too and become a follower of Jesus. Yeah, that's a bad idea. That's a terrible <laughs> idea. <laughs> that's manipulative too. It is. I think... Um, you know, I think sometimes we can think we're, we, we want to date somebody's potential. Oh my gosh. 
You like, nailed it. Yeah. You see someone and you're like, oh okay, they check five of the oh six my. boxes. How many girls out there? Right. Seeing the How many girls have boxes out there? Tell me in the chats. Do you have boxes? boxes? Yeah. You have boxes. Like they have to check the oh, boxes. Check boxes. Yes. Oh my. I see some of the sweetest girls. I'm going to regret saying this. <laughs> dating the biggest losers. I'm like, dude, why are you dating that guy? You're awesome. Like you're beautiful. You're, you're a woman of character. Why mm -hmm. are you dating this dude who's 30 years old? He still lives at home with his mom. <laughs> he plays 80 hours a week of video games. He goes to community college for six units. You know, he doesn't pay rent to his parents because he's driving a fancy Audi in the driveway <laughs> and he'd rather have a car payment because he can afford it. He works at, you know, some, some lame job or he's trying to make it as a professional, you know, video game guy or whatever. I should oh knock that goodness. because that's a, real, that's a real industry. But I'm just saying, it's just like, dude, well, when he makes it and when he moves yeah. out and when he does it, it's like, dude, then date him. Yeah. Don't date him while he's potential. You date potential, you know what you get? Potential. Right. <laughs> I think if I could, maybe maybe that's you. Maybe you're watching this and you're like, well, he checks all the boxes except like the God box. Oh, God. You know, I anytime a girl comes to me and she's like, Pastor Maria, like there's this guy and I'm like, okay, what is the question? Do you know the question I always ask him? Yeah. I don't say like, oh, does he believe in God? I'm like, does You're he love this. Jesus? Yeah. Because so many times we want to be with someone, we want to be in a relationship and we'll check boxes that we shouldn't even check. Yeah. Like, oh, he believes in God. You know, and it's this like, no, he has to love Jesus because we're getting really into our own. We're getting into our own, you know, advice here, but I, I can pretty much stand on this one. Can yeah. you date someone who's not a Christian? Dude, if he's not following Jesus, who's he following? Yeah. Maybe he's following his heart. <laughs> what happens when his heart changes? Not a good idea. It's not going to be good for you. You know? All right. I don't feel it anymore. Well, there you go. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. Uh, we love you. We love you, friends. Yes. We're trying to help, honestly. Yeah. That is the heart. I think we have I've seen we so many walk. girls date these guys. I'm like, dude, that guy's not ready. There was a guy the other day who we were talking to, and great guy. And you know what he said? He said, I want to date this girl. Because, you know, guys come to us all the time. People ask us, it's kind of weird, but people ask us, it sounds like a cult, but they're like, <laughs> do you think I'm ready to date that person or not? You know, which is I awesome. I'm so healthy. Yeah. Like, Awesome. I had some we need two couples. Wisdom around you. This couple was walking into pre-marriage counseling uh, this last week, and I was walking out of the office, and they were walking in, and they were meeting with our, our, our pastoral staff. And I said, "How much better are you going to feel after you've gone through some premarital counseling, and you got these two people that know so much about marriage and life and have been married can say thumbs up? I think yeah. you're ready. Aren't you going to feel more confident going into the biggest decision of your life yeah. after having some counsel and some help? And so, anyways, I don't know where I was going with that. I was just thinking about. I don't know where I was going with that. All right, next question. Should you only date to marry? We already answered that, right? Yeah. It uh, happened. We, I hope my daughter doesn't date 30 guys before she meets the person she's going to marry. Me I hope she either. holds on and dates the person you she's going to marry. You know, I will say this to this question. Um, should you only date to marry? Um, oh, I know what I was going to say. Sorry. Okay. Uh, this guy came to me the other day, and he was like, he's like, do you think I'm ready to marry, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. date this person? Mm -hmm. or whatever? He goes, because I'm still in between jobs. Uh. And I was like, Wow, that's how you're thinking. Yeah. You're thinking, I want to be in a place to take this girl out right. and really, you know, present myself as a candidate. You know right. what I mean? I don't want some girl who's a fixer who's going to come and treat me. I mean, too many, I hate to say this, I hate to say this, there's uh, people out there, guys and girls, you know, you're dating these fixers yeah. and you're trying to fix them up. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, dude, you're not the fixer. Jesus is the fixer. Right. You're, you're, you got a Messiah complex. You're trying to change somebody. We, that's not how this that's should go. That's not our job. And man, it like, 
Yeah. Dude, well, speaking to your question earlier about our kids, like what yeah. if our kids came to us? I, I, they've not asked to date, but I wanted to get this in their little heads very early on that I don't know if they'll remember me telling them when they were five years old what dating was for. Yeah. But I began to have those conversations because our hearts Oh, my daughter's like six. So, she's already thinking about boys. Yeah. She's, oh, this boy likes me and this boy likes me. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. We have to guard our hearts. We have to guard their hearts as their parents. But um, I told Logan the other day, because he did kind of ask about, you know, like, well, what's dating age in our house? And I was like, I was like, hey, are you ready to have a wife? <laughs> I was like, are you ready to provide for and be responsible for like another human being before God? And he was like, no. And I was like, when you are, that's probably a good time to start dating. So let's revisit that conversation in a couple of years. And that's why dating's not in the Bible. Right. Because dating is, how old's dating? 200 years? Yeah, not I mean, it's, a brand, it's, a, it's only a couple centuries old. I mean, around the world, the way date marriage has worked mm -hmm. for millennia yeah. is two families yep. arrange a compatible relationship mm -hmm. that is going to choose to be together for the rest of their life. Right. These families are involved because businesses are involved. Grandkids are going to be involved. Reputations of the community are going to be. There's a lot going in, especially in Eastern cultures. Some of our closest friends, George and Serena, their parents are from India. And they explained the whole thing about an arranged marriage to me one time. Mm -hmm. They've been married, I don't know, 50-something years. Greatest, one of the greatest marriages I know. And I'm like, hold on. Your parents set you guys up? They're like, yeah. I'm like, what was that like? And they went on to tell me, like, you know what? When we first got married, like, we didn't know, you know? But... Uh, you know, they could have backed out, right. but they trusted their parents and they're married to this day and they have a thriving, healthy marriage. And, but the thing is, is that just like dating has a different definition in the world, mm -hmm. right? Which is just like companionship or like right. what you have to give me and what I have, you know, at the same time, like, you know, the world sees dating as, as just dating for the sake of dating. Right. Um, that's not how we handle relationships in God's worldview. Mm -hmm. you, you, you're way more, you guard your heart and you guard the heart of others. Right. So it says in Proverbs 4, you got to guard your own heart because mm -hmm. that's the wellspring of life, right? And the, the thing about marriage's definition is, you know, in the world, marriage is, oh, anybody can officiate my wedding, right? <laughs> yeah. Like I get it all the time. It's like, oh, my best friend officiated my wedding. I was like, all right, cool. Oh, my, uh, you know, my professor at school officiated my wedding. Oh, my, you know, it's like anybody just officiates weddings these days, which is really says a lot, I think. I'm not saying that's wrong to mm -hmm, do that. Right. But I'm saying that means you don't have a pastor. Right. So that's interesting, right? You want a Christian ceremony where somebody stands there and says, I'm leading you in a covenant, not with this person as much as I'm leading you in a covenant with God. Right. So the world goes, oh, somebody stands there as we make promises to each other. But God says, no, 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 marriage is not a promise to her that you'll take care of her. Son, marriage is a promise to me right. that you'll take care of her. Mm -hmm. That's a whole different thing. Here's my vows. I love you. I've always loved you since the day I saw you. Great. Awesome. When I officiate a marriage, I'm like, go ahead. Make your vows to each other. Mm -hmm. I love it. Romantic. Great. <laughs> Let's use it as a voiceover in the recap video montage <laughs> of the wedding ceremony, right? But at the end of the day, those vows aren't important. Right. The vows that you make to God, to that God. you will take care of his daughter mm -hmm. or his son, right. and that you won't give up on them, and that you'll be faithful, that's marriage. Right. It's a covenant with God. And so, it's a covenant with each other, but primarily the first covenant is to God. 
Exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. So in, in that order, like yeah. you said. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. So I always do the real vows too, like sickness and in health, man, the whole yeah. thing, no matter what. And uh, for richer, for poorer. And so anyways, all that to say is you got to figure out if what marriage is going to be for you. I think you, you st- used a word that I think we could camp out on a little bit. It was just like guarding. You know, when, yeah. when you're dating, um, people sometimes like run in with their heart wide open and their arms wide open. And Not good. yeah, I think like you, sh- you got to learn to trust that person. You got to get to know that person. Um, and then I needed that card to see where I was going with uh, it. I was just saying like, should you only date to marry? Oh yeah. I don't know where I was going with no, that. You're Sorry. saying you got to guard, right? Yeah. Just, just guarding like your heart, guarding their heart. Yeah. You know, like, Hey, I don't know. I, I remember going on, um, just getting my heart broken a bunch and not being in a good place or a healthy place. And then finally like making a decision, like I need to just spend some time alone because yeah. I'm not at a place where I could be a benefit yeah. to someone else. That's mature. And I went on, it was a season, a long season of not dating. And then I finally was like, okay, I feel like I'm healthy. And I went out with a person and they were awesome. Great guy. Loved Jesus. And like, I just knew one date in, he was a great person, yeah. but this wasn't for us. And yeah. it was so easy yeah. to just be like, hey. Yeah, but I met that guy. He's really ugly. So <laughs> that's easy for you. You know what I mean? You're like, I have a vision for my life, and it's a dude who doesn't have wooden teeth. So Stop. that's what it was. Anyway, yeah. um, but you know what I mean? When you don't just, like, throw your heart into something, Man, it's so easy. Be. Like, let's guard your heart. Let's guard mine. Yeah. Let's see how this goes. And if it's not, we don't feel like this is what's that vision ahead of me. Let's just not make it complicated we because as soon heart. as we just throw our heart into something like we complicate it so quickly. Yeah, dude. It says in Jeremiah, so it says in Jeremiah, what's more untrustworthy and deceitful than a man's own heart. Because <laughs> our heart. heart, like the heart wants what the heart wants. Yeah. You and a lot of times yeah. that's selfish and it's so selfish that it hurts other people. Well, uh, talk about guarding your heart. I had a friend the other day, uh, he was engaged to this girl or was really serious about this girl. They broke up and he's still friends with her. Yeah, and the other day he was like, oh, man, this is going to burn somebody right now. But he was like, yeah, man, I went to out with them and did this or whatever. And I'm like, six months ago you guys broke up. You guys aren't together anymore? No, but we're still friends. I'm like, she's not into you, dude. <laughs> He's like, I know. But, you know, I'm like, so you're over here hanging on like there's still a chance and you're still, still hanging out with her? I was like, bro, guard your own heart. Yeah. I told him. I was like, bro, you need to guard your heart. You need to separate from that. Get healed up from this breakup yeah. and be good for the next thing, man. You, you can't be hanging on to this thing that's not going to happen. You know, and that was like a year ago maybe. Yeah. And it, they're still not back together. And I'm like, man, you, you're going to, your heart's too guard. important. Man, whoever's listening to this, dude, your heart's so important. That's yeah. why God says to guard it. He loves you. He wants to protect you. If you will trust him to maybe wait, yeah. if you'll trust him to do it God's way, he'll bring somebody into your life if that's right at the right time when yeah. you're ready. But, dude, you jump the gun. You don't protect your heart. Man, it's like a dad who's looking at his daughter or looking at his son. He's like, I'm trying to help, but right. you keep making these bad decisions. And I'm trying to tell you, like, trust me. Wait. Yeah. yeah. I even think with our own story, like, we were friends for about seven months before we started dating. Yeah. And I think, like, that was almost because we had this, like, instant deep connection that was yeah. electric. And we didn't sleep together. No. So 
until that, after that, we were married. That helps, <laughs> right? And that helps. But you even get in our friendship, connection. it was like our friendship was growing and deepening, and it could have gotten romantic at times. And we were just like, you know what? What what this friendship brings to like the joy it is to our lives. We rather have that than like sabotage it right because yeah. so many times totally right. you go there and it sabotages everything and we just kept like pushing our emotions away a little bit to guard the friendship that we were growing and it made our friends kind of weirded out it did they're like you know what's going on are you guys gonna yeah. do it and it's like i don't think you get it i'm like, guarding her heart i'm guarding my heart i don't want to mess this up yeah and i think we would have even said like our friendship was so strong that yeah. like we didn't need we, did, we thought, like, yeah, it going romantic. but you just romantic. wanted to kiss me so bad. You wanted to That's kiss me so All bad. All right, here we go. Last question. <laughs> Last question. What's the best way to have a successful dating that, well, by the way, whoever wrote these cards, wonderful handwriting. I'm having a hard time reading this one, though. <laughs> Let me read it. <laughs> um, what's the best way to have a successful dating, a successful dating life that will carry to marriage? That will carry yes, to carry. marriage. All right, what's the recipe for glasses. success? Um, <laughs> it's got to go. You're making, you're making a successful, you know, marriage. It's going to last. Mm -hmm. So you don't, you, you, what, what do you got to make? What's you got to be in there? I think one thing you got to have in there, obviously, is you got to be going the same direction, Yep. which is following Christ. You're both mm -hmm. following Christ. Bam. That's number one. Number two. Um, I think you said like guarding each other's hearts. Like if you continue to love uh, waits, huh? love can wait. Yeah. 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 I think, um, guarding each other's heart, but like the, that, that will help you develop the muscle of laying your life down for someone. Yeah. If you're thinking about that other person and protecting them and their, 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 their self, I don't know, like their, their, who they are, how they yeah. feel, all of that, that's going to get some practice into you about thinking about laying your life down for someone. Song of Psalms chapter three, mm -hmm. the wisest man who's ever lived, Solomon. Yep. He says, do not waken love. Before it's time. Yeah. Do not awaken love. Don't mm -hmm. wake love up. Yep. Until it's time. Because mm -hmm. love's powerful, man. Love will make you do the craziest things in the world, right? Yeah. Fear will make you do crazy things. But yeah. love will really make you do crazy things. Man, you, I mean, I think about how much I love God, and I feel like there's, like, nothing I wouldn't do for him, right? right. I feel like there's how much I love you. I feel like, man, I would, how much I love my daughter. Dude, I already look at my daughter, and I'm like, I hope I don't have to do time for her. <laughs> But your boy will go to, to state prison. penitentiary for this young girl if I need to. I'll do anything for her. And that's the thing is, like, you don't want to waken up that love. It's so powerful. So powerful. And God is love, you mm -hmm. know. And that's, like, you when you are living your life and sacrificing your life for others, like, man, love is so powerful. It make you do crazy things. And you don't want to awaken that love at 12, man. Yeah. You don't awaken that love when, you, when you're not ready, you know? So only you know that. It takes maturity. People mm -hmm. don't want to hear the mature answers a lot of time. But the truth is, is like, you want, you want the recipe? Wait till yeah. the right time. You know what I mean? If you're not ready, don't do that. So what else? I think, too, um, uh, counsel, mm -hmm. right? Like getting people, I think, when they say carry into marriage, like yeah. premarital counseling was one of the best things I think we did oh, yeah. to set up our marriage. And I think if awkward, we get it. in a rhythm in life where we're seeking counsel from people that are, we trust yeah. and that we know bring people into yeah. that. Like yeah. you're, it, it will not disappoint you when you're yeah. trying to make decisions and navigate your emotions alone. Yeah. That's dangerous. Yeah. And, and so dudes. Okay. Here's the default nature of any dude. Yeah. Give them some advice. Every dude out there wants to be king. Mm. That's what dudes want. Mm -hmm. 
Dudes want to be the king of their own castle. They want to have independence. They want to be in charge. They don't want their mom telling them what to do anymore. Mm-hmm. Just doing their laundry. That's it. They don't want. <laughs> they don't want. You know. They don't want accountability necessarily. Mm-hmm. They want to just be independent. Sure. And that is like that is the sinful, selfish nature of a man, right? And women too, but men for sure. Mm-hmm. It is not natural for a man to go to another man who is further alive, along in life and be like, will you mentor me? Right. It's not natural to be like, hey, pastor, would it be possible to meet with you and run some things by you? It's not, men don't want to go to life group. They want to be, they want to run that solo thing. Yeah. And when things get hard, I've noticed that men especially pull back. They don't want to, they don't, they're just saying, I'm going to, I'm going to dig down deep and I'm going to pull myself up by my bootstraps and I'm going to grind this thing out. And like men tend to have this independence that wants to, that just sabotages them from what they really need, which is people around them to help. Yeah. And so, uh, when there's a, someone in, in you're dating somebody and let's say you're, you're a young lady or an old lady and you're watching this and you're dating this dude who's a maverick, who's a rogue, who's solo, who doesn't have good friends in his life and doesn't have a mentor or a pastor or any Christian leader or authority o- uh, mm-hmm. over him or helping him, that's a danger zone. Yeah. And it should not be attractive. Right. For some reason, I feel like that's more attractive, though. People like, see that confidence and they see that. Oh, I don't think it is. Well, I tell you what should be attractive is humility. Yeah. Is the man who says, hey, I don't have it all figured out yeah. and I'm not going to gamble with our future. Right. So I'm going to get somebody to help me and I'm going to serve at church. I'm going to be in a life group around Christian friends. I'm going to have some eyes on this. Yeah. Cause I mean, I'm telling you, you can see anybody who's been there can see pretty quick. Like you see the guy, you see the guys that he's hanging out with. Yeah. Those are immature guys. You don't want to date somebody who hangs out with those jokers. <laughs> oh, you see his inconsistency in life. Oh, you see his temper or yeah. you see uh, the way he spends his money. Those are not those are that's not evidence of a of a good situation there. Yeah. And then you get into you know you but you're dating somebody, and that man has that authority and help. It's so sh- that should be so appealing. It's so like there's so much security in that. You've yeah. always had that. Like since before we were dating, I remember you having mentors in your life. You'd go meet with them. What are the things in my life that I need to grow in? What is like that for me? I think even going into our dating relationship was such a foundation that like, you know this guy doesn't think he's the king of the world and he's not going to like just trample on me and step on me. And I, I don't, you know, just all these things. Well, pastors have become the spiritual dads to families because back in the day, if you wanted to marry somebody, you had to go ask their dad. Mm -hmm. Right. And the dad would be like, I think they still do that for the most part. Yeah. But does the dad really have the liberty or the permission to say, you know what, son, I don't think you're ready to marry my daughter. (laughs) I want you to work on these three things. I want you to get a job. I want you to pay off your car. I want you to, you know, like I want you to, uh, whatever, you know, yeah. uh, stop looking at pornography before you marry my daughter. Like we don't, we don't, we don't necessarily, the role of a dad is supposed to do that for his daughter. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, pastors have become spiritual dads in a way like that. And mentors, yeah. you need to have someone be like, you know what, son, I think you got a good thing going with this girl, but, I'm afraid these three things over here might sabotage you and your future with her. Mm -hmm. And if you really do care about her enough to want to marry her and you want to go the distance, I think it would serve you well and her well to just kind of work on these three things. Mm -hmm. 
Make sure you got self-control in these areas. Make sure you kind of got these things lined up, have some money saved, get out of debt, you know, and then, then you really set yourself up for a successful future. And you're doing that because you care about her so much and you're, you're, you, where the, where, where is that arrangement in a dating? Cause if you, I mean, this is the recipe for success. Go in the same direction. Yep. Right. You, you have people around you, so yep. you're not by yourself, and you're you're willing to to wait a little bit on it, and not, you know, just go all completely off your your feelings. Yeah, that's good. Guard your heart. That's, that's, the same that's good. Guard your heart. Maybe we'll do a part two, huh? We got, got some more? more questions. Yeah, Let's do yeah. part two. See you next week.